Hey everybody, welcome back to the Romcom Pod. I'm Hillary. I'm Nikki. And this is the, the bi-weekly podcast where we talk to you about rom-coms. <laughs> yeah, we, it's bi-weekly now in case you didn't notice. We do it every other week because we are busy ladies and we do not have time. To watch a whole week. movie and then talk about it? That's, that's I mean, we'll talk to each other. We just won't talk to you. Yeah, so you can't be in our lives all the time. You are so needy out there. Jeez. Really, really, really. But we do appreciate you. And yeah. uh, we see you coming to the website and uh, liking the things on social. Do they like things on social? I don't know. They like the things on the social. Great. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, yes. Reading Nikki's Bachelor blogs. We like yes, that. Thank you. Um, I'll have something up about Chris Harrison this week. Oh, that's a is whole... there anything you'd like to say about that? I need to hear your take. We actually oh, haven't talked about this. N- no, we haven't <laughs> talked about this. I have thoughts. I have yes, so many thoughts. Chris Harrison. You know what? I've always enjoyed Chris Harrison. I think he is, by almost all measures, a very good person. He did a not good thing and said some not good things, but I think it speaks to more the culture of The Bachelor as a whole than it does about Chris Harrison, Mm. the situation that we currently find ourselves in with racism and the perpetuation of racism throughout the cast and their various activities Mm. before and after the show and who is defending them and who is not defending them. I think it's just, there has been so little education and discussion and representation of black and other people of color on the show that I'm not surprised (laughs) that, you know, Chris Harrison is saying crazy things. Um, I'm glad that he has recognized it and apologized for it, but yeah. I think it's a whole franchise issue that they have Definitely. to reckon with. I think they need to get some people of color in the editing room. Throughout you know? the process, there need to be you know? people of Just color yeah. producing. They need people of mm-hmm. color directing episodes. They mm-hmm. need people of color in the casting department. They need people of color on the show. They need yes. people of color throughout the process and this is not just true of the bachelor it is true of all business of all industry yes you can't just like hire one black person or one indian person Mm. look we're diverse it's not how that works so yeah get it together this is true for women this Mm -hmm. is true for people of color for lgbtq like you need to have everyone involved so that you can have all of the information and experiences so that you're not leaving people out, which is what The Bachelor has done for 20 years. Yeah. I was reading a lot about it and listening to podcasts and just how a lot of the blame, quote unquote blame, for like just the way that they cast has to do with the demographics and who's Uh watching and everything. But like if they cast more people of color and LGBTQ and everybody like those people are going to watch those people will watch and they'll make up for all those like people who are closed minded, who can't bear to watch someone who isn't white on their screen. It's a flywheel. Okay. You bring people on and they, that attracts other people. And then the the wheel keeps spinning and Mm -hmm. more people will watch and then more people will apply and then more people will watch and then different people will apply. It's just, 
how that works. And so we good. love this train wreck. We will yes. keep watching it. We want to see yes. everybody on it. I want to see everybody's all, tears. Everybody. Everybody's laughing. Of the nonsense. Tears. I'll keep watching drama. it. I just mm-hmm. want there to be a more representative group of nonsense. That's all. And less racist nonsense. Oh, so much you know? less. I racist. don't want to see any more like pitting people against women of color and just like I don't I don't need it I will say though Serena C needs to just shush my god I mean she's gone now but I would like to just admit that I still don't know who Serena C is I only know she's the other Serena (laughs) there's the one is there another Serena yes because final I don't know who's I Rachel is left yes and tantric yoga Serena is left okay don't did you watch this week I watched it. I don't, I don't know their names. I don't, Nikki, <laughs> how many times have we had to go through this? I don't remember people's names. I have no idea what their names are. So I'm like that in the beginning, but at this point, well, then I've also been recapping it. So that's a really, that's yes, kind of how I've been remembering helps. their names because I have to keep looking at like, them. I don't follow any them. of them on Twitter. I'm not on oh, I don't either. Instagram I or any of these things. So like, no, I'm not following it day to day. I literally watch it on Monday nights and then I, cease thinking about it so you are so pure you're a pure you're a purist i like that i like that we're gonna see what happens though it's gonna be amazing yeah anyway i'd like to see him replaced by rachel Lindsay. i think that she would be a cool host but she's Um, done with the bachelor she's so done with that like no yeah i don't blame her (laughs) i just wonder if she might change her mind if she was in a role like that where she could be even if it came with the title executive producer you know like if she got to do the whole thing and not just be the educator on all things not white off-white all things (laughs) off-white all things (laughs) off-white is rachel Lindsay's department (laughs) that's all her you know she's like she's praying for the day that that contract's up any minute now (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that concludes the Bachelor <laughs> segment of the rom-com pod. It was not comedic or really romantic, but, you know, those things sometimes happen in The Bachelor. So Sometimes there's love in The Bachelor. Sometimes. Um, That's what they need to get back to, making it about actually finding a good match for two people. Uh, speaking of, your Claire got back with Dale. Anyway. <laughs> Did they really shut Yes, up? I know. She's a glutton for punishment. Unbelievable. <laughs> See, love happens, everybody. Uh, uh, speaking yes. of love, speaking let's of, talk about. Oh, my God. Something good. Something real. Something good. <laughs> something, uh, something great. I've, this I love was this a great palate cleanser for me. Indeed. To all the boys, always and forever. The third installment of the Netflix original film series which is based on a book i believe but yes um third installment of the 12 the boys i've loved before series of films it's amazing highly recommend starting from the beginning if you haven't already watch them all but we're going to talk about the third one today so yes we have covered the rest so you can go back if you click on click on romcompod.com go to episodes we have we have them all we have more yeah (laughs) but yeah all right right. here we go to all the boys we are back with laura jean laura jean covey and she's in uh she's in korea you know we opened korea which is fun never been there 
That's true. If not in our journeys, our rom-com mm-hmm. journeys, it looks great. I would love to go there when there's not a pandemic. Agree. Same. That'll be nice. Um, yeah, it looks fun. Uh, Dr. Covey is there and he tells his daughters that he's going to propose to his girlfriend, yep. Trina. She's Which exciting. I wrote down as Gina, but then found out later in the movie that it is not Gina. It's Trina. When they keep calling her Tree. Yeah, that 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 clued Tree. me off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. The sisters go to a bakery and it gives me a huge complex because I thought that background was fake. Like I thought that. Thank they- you. I was right? so confused. I was like, are, where are we right now? I was like, is are that going to fit into you? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy. It really did look like just the previous daydreams that she's had. Yeah. But it was a real thing. And they sat there and they talked about Laura Jean going into, the, I guess, her senior year. And mm-hmm. she, or, now I guess she's already in senior year, but she's yeah, been applying she to colleges. On, yeah. I, I guess it was some kind of break. She was on from school and they went on a family trip to Seoul, South Korea. Yeah. She's applying to colleges and her, her goal is to get into Stanford and go mm-hmm. with her perfect, wonderful boyfriend. Noah Centennial. Noah Centennial. <laughs> yes. He got into Stanford already on a lacrosse scholarship. That's right. So he's good. He's set to go. All they need to do is for Laura Jean to get in so that they can finally be together all the time, 24 Forever. They can go to college together. They can get married. They can get pregnant. She can write a book. That is the order of events in her brain. Correct. She said something weird about like not having seen any of the campuses of the places that she applied to. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, Oh my God, go get a vibe. Um, Did you not see any of your campuses? Here's a fact. And I just learned this this week. Somebody that I work with did not go visit any of the colleges that he applied to and and he has never moved into a place without like the day he moved in was the first day he saw the place like he never went to go see a place beforehand he's never like shopped around like the house he lives in now his wife picked it out and she said we're moving into this house and he said okay just tell me when and he wow. brought his shit and he was there. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is where I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> Does he like his house? Yeah. I mean, they're still there. Did he pick his wife or did she just come they, up to him he and say, we're getting wife. married? Okay. He didn't good. pick his kids. I think nature did that, but <laughs> he, he has them. <laughs> he has them nonetheless. Yeah. Wow. So he, so Laura Jean's living this guy's way of life. Yeah. These people exist. They're out there. <laughs> Um, on the last day of the trip, they go to this bridge that has locks on it mm-hmm. and you write your wish on the lock. They have a picture of their mom holding her lock. So they, they held it up until they could find the right spot. And then they go and look for their lock and her the mom's lock and they find it. Yes. And it says for the rest of my life, it was uh, a lock that had her mom's initials and her dad's initials. And it's like, you know, those love locks on the love bridges and you and your significant other sign it or write something on it and lock it up and throw away the key and it's supposed to represent your love forever so her lock said for the rest of my life and uh it's very sweet it's very cute yeah and then kitty meets a guy and his name is day kitty is if you don't know laura jean's younger sister she's very spunky um (laughs) but yeah she meets a cute boy and this is a big deal. This is Kitty's finally interested in boys. How exciting. What? <laughs> then they go home and Peter's there waiting. 
upon arrival. Yes, he has set up a banner and balloons, and he's very excited oh, that so cute. Laura Jean is back and the whole family's there. Kitty jumps into his arms. Yes. I love that. Um, LJ, LJ, Laura Jean. I gives wrote LJ the whole time. Right? LJ the whole showers thing. him in gifts. <laughs> showers and gifts. Uh-huh. Uh, she got him a lock for the future trip. Uh, yep. Some character socks, some face masks. Uh-huh. Uh, it looked like that hurt when he took it off. I didn't like that. Yeah, and- no. Did, I, I don't <laughs> think those are supposed to hurt, but I don't no. know. <laughs> I think he was, I think that was an acting thing. It was, a, it was an acting choice he made. Acting. And, you know, that's fine. Um, they talk about meet cutes and rom-coms mm-hmm. and Peter runs down his list of things that he's learned about rom-coms, like always make grand gestures and mm-hmm. it's okay to interrupt a wedding. And that makes, gives me a question for the audience. And that is, have you ever been to an interrupted wedding or do you know someone who has, I've like, or do you, I never, I'm even... deeply curious. I've never seen an event or heard of it happening in me real either. life. Mm-mm. So I need to know. Yeah. I mean, it's got to happen sometimes. Sometimes, other than in a Taylor Swift song. So, <laughs> um, oh yeah. Then Laura Jean complains about they don't have a meet cute. Like she doesn't have a whole rom com. She yeah. Uh, she says they would be a terrible rom com couple. They don't have a song. They don't have a meet cute. She can't even remember when they met. He remembers. He's like, I know when we went. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But he won't tell her. So no. Yeah. And then they uh, they watch say anything and fall asleep. That's right. Um, and then, yeah, Peter leaves and Laura Jean walks him out and she sees across the way that her dad is proposing to Trina. That's very lovely. And now yeah. you know, she's going to have a, a nice stepmom. And we like Trina. She seems cool. We do. She's she's good people. Yeah. Now that move is going to be so tough going all the way across the yard. Yeah. She's, <laughs> at least she's seen the house, though. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> Meanwhile, there are far more important proposals mm-hmm. happening all over school. It is prom season. Prom season. I get that prom proposal. Did you? <laughs> prom proposals were not a thing when no. I was in high school. We didn't Same. do that. <laughs> nope. And I figured you, you went to an all girls school too. I went to an all girls so school, but I went happen? to three proms. So, yes, that's right. That's right. You went to a lot of proms. <laughs> yeah. We like, I, let me see, who did I go to prom with? None of them danced at you with an umbrella? No, not not a single one danced at me <laughs> with an umbrella. Out of all these guys, none of them? I was, I'm pretty, no, I was 100% drunk for all of them. So. <laughs> I remember there was a lot of drama for the junior prom one that I don't want to get into right now. It was very high school. Somebody tried to steal my date and uh, it didn't work. So, <laughs> and then- <laughs> For senior year, for my senior year, I invited a guy and then wound up disinviting him because he was like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to invite you to my prom. And I was like, bitch, (laughs) fuck you. So I invited a different guy. And then the original guy wound up inviting me to his proms, which is probably (laughs) (laughs) All's well that ends well. I don't remember the actual proms because, again, I was not sober. What about you? You went to prom junior and senior? I went to prom junior and senior. Or wait, was it? Ju- no, actually, we didn't have a senior prom in my school. I know it was weird. So I went to Dimitri's senior prom when I was mm-hmm. in, um, a sophomore. And then we had my my prom when I was a junior. So, huh. yeah. 
Oh, prom. We're fine. Both were fine. I was not into drinking yet. I, I like desperately wanted to be into drinking, but every time <laughs> I tried to drink, like tasted good. And I was like, Bleh. and I had not yet discovered weed yet either. So I just, mm. I still went to things. I just, and I didn't, care. you were just, just, and it was great. So I was the DD, That's which nice. was fine. It was, it was really fun being the DD sometimes because we appreciate, like, <laughs> we drunks appreciate you. <laughs> I have one funny story where like I took Amanda to a party. <laughs> She's going to love that I said her name. All right. So I had, I had driven Amanda to a party and we, the cops came. So we left. Uh, obviously. obviously. As you do. But before they came, like I wanted to leave because I'd work in the morning. Yeah. And she had like, we had agreed that we were going to leave when she finished her beer. And then next time I turned around, she had a full ass beer in her hand. And I was like, nope. And I grabbed it and I threw it right away. And she was pissed. So then in the, but then, you know, the cops came and then we're in the car and I'm driving her home and she's like forgiving me for throwing the beer away. <laughs> and she was like, it's okay. And I was like, no, it's, I know. And then she, yeah, it is. She, I know. Yes. <laughs> I dropped her off and then she apparently puked the rest of the day. <laughs> Or the rest of the evening, but you know I was what? already gone. So. That tracks. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. But I got to work fine, just fine. Well, good. I'm glad you were fresh as a daisy, not hungover at all. And that's not good. hungover, just a little sleeping. How nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah. So there's proposals mm-hmm. left and right. It's nonsense. There's a Indeed. lot of stuff in this movie that I'm just like, what? Yeah. Um, also, so I guess like this week it's become a big deal. Like skinny jeans are not in anymore. I don't like this has become a big deal that, in like, America. Like today yeah. in real life. Yeah. Like we're not doing skinny making, jeans anymore. No, children are laughing at us because we're still doing skinny jeans. We're what are they wearing? Like, mom jeans. They're wearing mom jeans. Why and- would you do that? They look so stupid. That's what we're all saying to them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're like, no, kids. Wouldn't you want to show off your legs? I work hard on my legs. Don't you want to see them? Like, come on. I don't like boyfriend jeans. That's what they're all wearing too. Like those, like just like straight leg. Just no. So anyway, uh, they're right though. News because to there me, was, and I don't like it. There was it. not a skinny jean in this movie, Hillary. I kept my eyes peeled. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to their jeans. There were, once after the promposals, <laughs> I was looking around the high school and there's just like a lot of mom jeans, a lot of those like cinched waist jeans uh-huh. um, and the boyfriend cut, but yeah, no skinny jeans. Well, uh, here's the thing. I'm not changing my wardrobe. I'm going to keep it's wearing, not happening. wearing my jeans. Pants are expensive. I'm not buying oh my new God. ones. So come at I me. I don't care. I'm like, you can't get me to wear jeans, period. I have <laughs> leggings. And that's all it's going to be. You don't have a problem with my yoga pants. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, who's back at home? Yeah. Daddy and his girlfriend decided that the wedding would be in their backyard, mm-hmm. which, you know, awesome. A lot of people doing that now. Yep. Uh, Laura Jean gets an alert on her phone. And another thing I can't relate to, she can check her college application. Application said I was waiting by the mailbox for my apps. <laughs> like, did I get into any of these schools or what? Damn. Like, no, right? Like, just to see it on your computer? Come on. Instantly Amazing. to know. Yeah. So she gets a notification. Her application status is being updated. She goes to her bedroom to refresh furiously until it comes up. And friends, I'm sorry to say, she did not get into Stanford. It is- It's a no for them, dog. Quite sad. Quite sad. It was sad. She watched her whole montage just come undone. Mm -hmm. No more book, no more 
college, no more anything with with Peter. No wedding, no nothing. Yep. This Ugh. is uh this is the end of them because this they can't the go to school together. So she is uh obviously <gasps> depressed. She's she's yes. um, wallowing in her room and her mm. older sister calls her or texts her facetimes yeah yeah they were facetiming yeah because um uh kitty was there too and so was christine Mm -hmm. and yeah her older sister wants her to go to nyu and like explore and like be her own self and not make decisions based on peter she was being too helpful in the moment yeah this was the time for lj to be wallowing in self-pity like and margo is being too helpful you give the logical advice the next later day, you know? yes <laughs> after some space so instead she didn't do that so lj mm-hmm. said to her you know well you are a deserter you left the family or some shit yeah, <laughs> some yeah, some hurtful shit like that exactly she basically disses uh margo for just like getting up and leaving after their mom died and you're like wow yeah that was low blow maybe mm-hmm. she needed to just be her own person but whatever mm-hmm. um so then Thing three, I don't relate to. She's having a pity party and she's watching videos of her peers getting accepted to yeah, their schools. What? Ugh. Like, uh, and just hearing all that, like those phone sounds of people screaming is mm-hmm. just, uh, like right before bed. Like, no, yeah. thank you. Why would you want that? No, like if anything, back in, in our day, like maybe, maybe a dad would have a camcorder, but no one else would have to see that. Exactly. That is for you for never, because let's be <laughs> honest, you never watch that again. And then you tape over it by accident. Exactly. So. <laughs> God. But yeah, yeah so she's in her bed watching all of her classmates get accepted, presumably to Stanford, but to other schools <laughs> They're all going well. to Stanford. <laughs> Everyone in her cl- in her grade got to Stanford, and she gets her. a couple texts. She gets a text from Peter asking mm-hmm. if she got in, and then she gets a text from Margot asking if they're okay. She thinks she replies to Margot, of course, love the uh, love you or something like that. Um, but she sent that text to Peter, so Peter wrongfully thinks that LJ has gotten into Stanford, and. He shows up with his car all decorated. He's got his boombox over his head, just like say anything. He's blasting the Stanford fight song. And Nikki, I want to tell you that I was so worried that for the rest of the movie, we were going to have to do this whole ruse where he thinks that she's going to Stanford. And I was like, how can we do this? How Mm -hmm. can this happen? Like, this is so unsustainable. And I was like, I'm going to hate this. Yeah. That's not what happened. We'll get there. It's but- <laughs> I'm glad, but I'm in your boat too. I was like, oh, I've seen this movie and I hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this. And it was because it was so sad too. Like, and right. it just got sadder and sadder. Well, oh yeah. So at one point, I think Kitty said something about like, oh, this won't, the long distance won't work. You remember Josh and Margo. Mm-hmm. And was Josh the, the neighbor kid that Margo had been dating? Because they broke up before she went to school and then he got with LJ. In the first movie, I know this was forever ago. It could it could have been him. It could have been anything. Either way, it doesn't add up. No it matter who Josh yeah. is, it didn't. It doesn't track. <laughs> um, but fine. Um, Anywho, they go out to a diner so that he could do his promposal, mm-hmm. which I loved because it was nice and low key. Until, it was cute. It was just like until pancakes he got on his knee. Right. Yeah. Didn't took on your knee. Just give her her pancakes and ask her to prom. You know, it's a promposal. Yeah. Chill out. <sighs> 
Um, they're still looking for their song. They can't find it. Whatever. Um, (laughs) they try on the jukebox. They were like, let's just pick something random. Yeah. And it turned out to be tutti frutti. So they didn't go with it. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't wind up sticking with that one. Um, the next day LJ is just like, not going to go to school. And her dad's like, okay, whatever. Bye. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. So (laughs) Trina steps in as a parent. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) um, maybe you don't just wallow forever and like try not to miss your senior year by worrying about everything that's going to happen in the future anyway so yeah yeah she's really stepping into that motherly role yeah but as as this is happening the berkeley application status is also being updated uh kitty is now in charge of all college acceptances and reading whether or not lj has gotten in so kitty informs lj that she was accepted to uc berkeley which is only an hour from stanford this could work everything's fine it's all gonna be okay friends don't Mm -hmm. anybody worry yeah it's all good and then with peter he's well he doesn't even know yet so he can't say anything but yeah so she's like all right this is good i don't have to give up my relationship necessarily then the seniors Oh, yeah. Then we learn, actually, that Chrissy and LJ talk and Laura Jean has not yet slept with Peter. Yeah, they have not had sex yet. And, um, and I was like, OK, shocking. <laughs> if they didn't have to film this movie, they would have. Yeah. Like, but yes. So that's that's pending. You're <laughs> assuming. Um, but they're also going on a senior trip to New York. And Chrissy packs like an asshole. Like if there's no wheels on your trunk, you don't bring it. Sorry, dude. But like, no. And like, no. not even if there's no wheels, if you don't have big. the spinner wheels that go all mm. directions, like, mm-hmm. don't give me this shit where you got two wheels. It only goes one way. Like it is 2021. Now we do, we, we have high tech suitcases, get one. They're mm-hmm. not even that expensive. Okay. No, you can get one at Walmart. You really can. And yeah. if you can't, then don't come to New York. Right. Um. Like, I get it that Chrissy's supposed to be like contrarian with her whatever mom pants, I guess. <laughs> but this she is needs nonsense. a trunk full of mom pants. <laughs> well, they're so big, they can't fit in a regular suitcase. <laughs> Chrissy. Uh, yeah. So they get to New York. And Peter has a plan. He's like, hey, all the chaperones are going to drink tonight. So let's just you and me sneak out and nobody else is going to sneak out. Just us. Right. Obviously. And that's definitely going to work. And for fucking some reason, it did. It and they did. They do. Cupcakes. They go to the and cupcake bake shop. While and... they were eating the cupcakes, I was eating cake. And it was a really fun interactive wow. experience. Life imitating art. Incredible. It was. I loved it. Yeah. I felt like I was right there with them. I felt um, like I was in New York again. <laughs> but they're enjoying okay. their cupcakes and then LJ. But there's no music in the background. So, you know, yeah. something's about she's the truth exactly. is about to come out. She's dropping a truth bomb and she tells mm-hmm. him, you know, she didn't get into Stanford, uh, but it's OK. And she's like rambling on. She's like, I got into UC Berkeley. And it's only an hour away and we could see each other every weekend. And then he stops her because he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Because he wants to check in on her feelings. He's mm-hmm. like, are you OK? are you let's it's let's take a breath are you okay like how are you doing you must be upset it's gonna be fine he's perfect he's an angel he is an angel he's descended not a child he's from not on a high <laughs> and you're like peter kavinsky do people like you actually exist because i do don't you? believe they do mm-hmm. anyway 
I literally wrote in all caps in my notes, he's perfect. Um, he is perfect. That's And that's what I thought too, exactly when he said, are you okay? Because he looked really sad. So you don't know what he was about to say. Like, right. you know, there was that buildup and then it was right to her. So sweet. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then he suggests, you know, it's like one year and then she can transfer. After her freshman year, he, she can transfer to Stanford and then it won't even be an hour. Then they'll be together. And for whatever, one year, they can be an hour away. Oh, well. Yeah. So sad. So and we all don't know what's going to happen at this point. We all right. had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, the next morning, the kids were all somehow waiting on the chaperones. Right. Which is yes. ever... Was that how that always trip with you yeah i was because they hit the bar the night before i, I guess, can't tell you, know? you you know when i went <laughs> on my <laughs> high school trip to london paris and amsterdam how often mm-hmm. we were just sitting there waiting for the chaperones to get back to <laughs> the red light district you know <laughs> where are those pesky adults? where are those we gotta get to the Anne frank museum <laughs> Oh my god! So then they play like some some truth or dare while they wait, and it's just an elaborate ruse for Trevor or Trent or whoever to mm-hmm. ask Chrissy to prom. Yes, because it was a dare, and yes, she and says she sure. agrees because she can't turn down a dare. Yes, and then the teachers finally show up, still drunk, mm-hmm. um, and they split the kids into smaller groups because they can't handle all the noise. Yeah, um, LJ and Peter are separated, and they don't know how to deal with it. But it really should have mattered because they all went to the same spots and right. they all weren't very far away from each other. So they yeah. all would have run into each other at some point. Manhattan is, in fact, a tiny island. Just It's so not very big. <laughs> and they all really hung out in the same fucking spot. Like they were like, yeah. let's only go to Grand Central and one bakery and then Central Park. <laughs> like, let's and just Times do Square that. Because we want to go to the oh, worst yeah. places ever. Like, cool. that's it. Let's just walk this one street and then we'll be good. <laughs> like, whatever. So. All they did was not experience New York and just took pictures for each other for mm-hmm. a couple hours yes. until um, Lara Jean and Chrissy ran into Jen, yes. Chrissy's cousin, who got into NYU and she's on her college tour. That's right. Uh, so LJ realizes that NYU is basically all of New York City because that's how that works. And um, <laughs> and Jen is like, yeah, the campus is everywhere. Like, I'm on my tour. You should come here with us, you know, like this this. This seems like you should be here. Um, so LJ and Chris, Chrissy go on the tour eventually of NYU with Jen and the tour guide. But Jen and Chrissy sparring was actually quite funny when they like go at each other. Yes. And Chris, Chrissy is like, oh, there's a future for people who peak in high school. I thought that was a really funny line. <laughs> and the answer to that is no, no everyone. Not, actually. Just speaking from experience, no. Um <laughs> Unless I had gone to NYU like Chrissy um, or like um, Jen rather. So they they had a great time. They go to a party and they got invited to an NYU party and they go and it's so fun. Like a rooftop bar and it's a band. Great time. Oh, yeah. The band plays a song that really it really strikes LJ. So she takes a video and she Mm -hmm. sends it to Peter like this could be our song because it's like you are my beginning, my middle and end. That was the theme of the song. It was profound. I was <laughs> it was. Yeah. So great. It should have been a song about distance. It should, should, it should have been, I would walk 500 miles and <laughs> I would walk 500 more. <laughs> that was um, like, but yeah. it wasn't. Peter's already jealous of the experiences that he's missing. Right. With LJ. He's like, well, I wasn't there for that. So. Yeah. And, no, and bef- so that. before LJ goes back to the hotel, um, she's talking to her about NYU and how like 
she chose to go to MIU and that basically broke up her relationship with whoever she was with before she mm. went to MIU. But like she loved MIU and she felt that she belonged there. And LJ mm-hmm. was kind of relating to that. Yeah. So LJ can't decide where she wants to go, but yeah. she really shouldn't worry about anything until she's vaccinated. I, I agree. Yes. <laughs> there point. was not a mask to be seen in this movie. Not one. Um, back at home. Laura Jean decides she needs to take Peter on a date. So she Mm -hmm. takes him to some very visually pleasing bowling alley where they're just, everything is color coordinated. That's right. Well, it's a big Lebowski inspired date. So Mm. they have their, Mm -hmm. their bowling shirts and everything. And And the balls and everything matches. Yeah. But it actually matched the bowling alley too. But then all of a sudden Peter's dad shows up and he had texted earlier in the film because he wanted to invite Peter out to celebrate getting into Stanford. But Peter was like, meh, this guy's kind of detached. I don't think I want to get involved. Mm -hmm. And so Peter's dad, did you see the haunting at Hill House and Bly Manor? I didn't finish watching it. So I watched the first couple episodes, but I didn't finish watching the whole thing. Of either of which one? Of the haunting of Hill House. I don't remember. So the dad was in both seasons. I don't remember who he was in the first season. I remember who he was in the second season. But now he's back to haunt Peter with (laughs) his new family. (laughs) That one landed. Right there. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. (laughs) And Peter's just like, ugh, get lost. He tries to get rid of him. He's like, have fun with your fam. Bye. Yeah, good luck with that fam outing here i'm yeah. i'm gonna go back to my single mom now <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> some date lj geez uh-huh. bring him to his dad they take a she she he takes her home they sit outside her house and she promises that she'll always choose him mm-hmm. and it's just heartbreaking because it's like all this stuff with his dad and not being chosen and now right. you know that she's gonna choose new york instead of him and yeah. he's perfect and how do you do and that how could you how could how you could you it's very berkeley's sad. not a bad school berkeley's a great school berkeley san francisco and that was another thing have you like are there people smart enough that just only apply to great schools and no safety schools like LJ? Like she was just like, no, one of these are going to take me. <laughs> like, really? NYU or Stanford are going to take you? Like, I mean, she's very smart, but like. Yeah, you you, know. you you throw in a state school just to be safe, you know? You know, you need somewhere to go to transfer out of after a year. And it doesn't exactly. have to be Berkeley, which is a great school. <laughs> Honestly. But I digress. Yeah. Um, so anyway. What's yeah, happening? so she's not choosing him, but she says she's going to, and right. they kiss and they're happy. Well, Elsa the house... doesn't yet know that she got into NYU, though. She just knows True. that she likes NYU. Back, yes. the, like, the next day, I think, is when she finds out because you're right. Kitty is there, and she wants to break up with Day because he hates Harry Potter. Yeah. And um, then they're like, I, I guess... LJ's like practicing baking the wedding cake and she sees a acceptance letter from NYU that Kitty didn't tell her about. And she's like, what, what is this? So she got into NYU and she texts Peter like, oh, I got into NYU. And what does he do? He texts her, congratulations. That's amazing. Two out mm-hmm. of three, Covey. He's a very supportive boyfriend. He's so supportive. But oh. anyway, she daydreams um, that Peter's talking to her about how awesome it is that they can hang out in San Francisco and all the fun things that they could do in San Francisco. And I found it weird that he conveniently left out all of the human feces that they'd get to step in in San Francisco because mm. that's all that is on the streets in San Francisco is human feces. It's really, I did okay. not know that. San Francisco is gross. 
it's just it's wow. gnarly like there are three good neighborhoods and everything else is just covered in human shit and, oh, well, and needles and homeless people it's sad well, if he, actually if he wants her to go to berkeley it's probably good that he left that out and <laughs> only talks about the sourdough bread instead i mean i would go for the sourdough <laughs> bread mm-hmm. stay for the human feces <laughs> <laughs> Stay for the sights. Um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, her heart's in New York, though. Mm-hmm. Talks to her dad, and he says to stay true to himself, to herself, and that was the one bit of parenting he decided to do for this movie. It was good. John it Corbett. Was we we did like work. him. <laughs> it did actually sway her decision, so yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're back at the diner, and I miss diners so much. I so, so want to go to a diner and just sit so there much. and eat, like, French fries. <sighs> I remember like I think one of the last times I went to a diner was with you and we yeah. bought tickets for the yes. bachelor oh, live what? that we couldn't go to. <laughs> we didn't get to go. <laughs> Sad. Mm-hmm. Anywho, yeah, so they're at the diner and she lets him know that she wants to go to New York uh to New York. Yeah. And he's so cute and he's just like, Okay, well, you know, after a year you'll transfer to Stanford. Right. So we'll we'll do the very long distance for a year. That's fine. Yeah, That's okay. Cool. You do you, do what's gonna make you happy. And, and she's, she's like, like, no, I want to nah, do the full four. That's going to, it's going to be the whole thing. going to be mm-hmm. in New York for four years, at least. So. At least. Um, yeah. And so choosing Peter just went right out the window and no amount of whipped cream can sweeten this medicine that he no. has to swallow. He's hating mm-hmm. this. This is awful for him. And I don't blame <laughs> him because they literally had this conversation like a day ago about how she was always going to choose him. And now she has chosen to go 3000 miles away from him. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, not and dating in new york is terrible so she made a really poor decision in that yeah. front um, Oof. At also school, lucas is, no yeah go ahead no say you were saying also well i was gonna talk about lucas so oh lucas <laughs> yeah i love lucas and this me was too. another thing that made me just also so many things about this movie made me like cry almost because i was just like oh normal things like he's like i'm going to sarah lawrence and you and i are gonna go out dancing and i was like i want to go out dancing with lucas <laughs> but also what i was gonna say is lucas tells her that sarah lawrence is only a two-hour train ride to Manhattan. Is it two hour? Yes. Friend, it's 20 minutes at, at the most. At yeah. the most. Yeah. Two hours? Like, no. I was like, who fact checked this? Closer. Because that's, because that's Albany. Sarah Lawrence <laughs> is literally on the cusp of the Bronx, which is New York City. Yeah. That's a great place to be Ugh. for dancing. Yeah. One of my best friends went to Sarah Lawrence. It was an interesting place. I only I swam there a couple times in college and their pool was phenomenal yeah one of the nicer ones definitely maybe Lucas will be on the swim team maybe Um, at home oh wait no at so she and Peter trade yearbooks and he's super weird yeah I I literally (laughs) wrote I was like Peter's being weird about signing her yearbook but he agrees only if she agrees to write him a love letter in his so yeah um at home a large unit is trying to micromanage the wedding Kit yep. wants Kitty wants to wear a tux, and LJ is trying to veto that, even though it's not her wedding. <laughs> so Kitty calls her out and says, "You know, try, stop trying to control everything." Yeah, because your relationship is doomed. Mm-hmm. She's speaking then, truth. It was harsh, but it was true. But it was true. She's very wise. Yeah. Um, Trina 
I don't even write what the advice was. I just wrote Trina gives out more advice and guidance. She basically she was just, like, even if it's true, doesn't mean you need to say it. Right. Yes. So, so she's just doing all the heavy lifting in this family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's earning her keep. Somebody's yeah. got to do it. So Laura Jean had writer's block about the yearbook. So she puts on Oasis because he had suggested maybe Oasis would have their song. Um, and then I thought she was going to make a, col- a collage. Right. In the book. That's what I Because that's what it looked like she was doing. It looked like she was going to put a lot more work <laughs> into doing than what she actually ended up doing. Yeah. Um, next thing you know, it's prom night. It's prom. There are some handsome boys waiting for LJ and uh, Chris, Christine and in, in the living room. They looked oh, awesome in their tuxes dresses. and the dress. I liked were Chrissy's beautiful. dress. Oh my God. She looked like um, a starlet from the forties. Mm-hmm. She had those long gloves. Um, and then I just wrote Peter and LJ dance sadly. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's all I had for prom. Peter won prom king. LJ oh, yes. was not the queen. And she no. was like, well, I feel kind of lonely. Blah, blah, blah. They dance sadly, like you said. Mm-hmm. And um, then prom night's over. And so Peter drives her home and LJ invites him inside. Mm-hmm. But it's curfew. Who cares? Let's forget about That's curfew. That's cool. It's, it's prom night, baby. Yeah, he's down. So he's like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, so they she go up to her bedroom to get that that goodbye D. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she brings her into the room. Yeah, brings him into the room. Gives him his yearbook thing, and it's not in the book. It's not a collage. It's just a box of crap. Well, it's, it's not crap. Of, it's all their it's crap. Shit. Yeah, it's a box of their crap. It's their pictures mm-hmm. and ticket stubs, and it's, it's not a box of shit you put together after you have broken up with somebody, and you're like, I don't want to see any of this anymore. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, and she's giving it to him, yeah. and she said it's something to remember us by, which I was like, oof, yikes. Yeah, and he didn't like that either. He did he, not. He puts a fake smile on. I was like, this is great. I love it. Until they start dry humping. Right. And then she's on top and then trying to start sex. And I'm like, you're on top for starting. This is the a, loss a, of your virginity. Bold move, friend. This is. Yeah. Uh, you should let him do most of the work this one time. OK. Yeah. Let him lead yeah. the way. <laughs> just for this one time. Um, and he calls her out. He's just like, how do you feel like this is a good idea? <laughs> He's like, didn't you just dump me? Like, what is this? I don't understand. You literally chose to go 3,000 miles away and then gave me a box to remember you by. And now you want to have sex? I'm confused. Like, for the first time? Right. (laughs) No. No, dude. So he leaves and he doesn't even bring the box with him. No. He doesn't want the breakup box. Nope. I don't But the next day is the wedding. Yeah. So Mm. wedding is the next day. And Peter texts LJ in the morning like, hey, should I still come? And she starts to type, yes, please. Um, but then she's like, nah, it'd be better for you, for my dad, if you didn't show up, which is the weirdest way to answer that question. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't have to be in pictures. Like, right. Just, yeah. Since we're broken up, it's probably best for my dad if you don't. And he mm-hmm. was like, okay, cool. I'll tell him I said, congrats. Bye. Yeah. So then he made plans with his dad instead. <laughs> which is, yeah, a, a thing that you do. Why not? He was like, this day couldn't get worse. <laughs> Call my dad. Let me call my estranged father and hang out with him. That's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Margo comes back for the wedding. Mm. Peter doesn't come to the wedding. Nope. Meets his dad at the diner. They have some coffee. And then I guess mm. you can tell that they're going to bridge their relationship to an extent. Yeah. They're going to mend some fences and talk things out. And okay, whatever. Okay. Um, I didn't realize how huge the covey yard was. It's quite, quite substantial. There's a lot like of space I- back there. That is a whole ass wedding venue. Yeah. They <laughs> Never could, knew. They could rent that shit out. 
they should. And I kept getting like annoyed with all the people that were in there because I like because so many people are doing that now because of COVID. Like mm-hmm. to me, it was a COVID wedding. So I was like, yeah, what's going on? And this, I was like, oh, it's really you know, not you don't get wedding. an excuse just because you have a big backyard. You still can't be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just wasn't COVID yet. Kitty looked awesome in the tux. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a sparkler send off for the they happy did. couple. Yep. And then Kitty was like, you left something in the tent that you should go get right now. Mm-hmm. And um, so LJ goes down to the tent and she finds her yearbook, which had a note from Peter in it. And in Peter's note, he tells the story of their meet cute and how mm. they first met, which happened when um, I forget what age they were, but they were, you know, in elementary school and LJ's hair got caught in a chair and Peter helped untangle it. And LJ smiled at him and his heart did a somersault. And he tells her that he wants to make their relationship work. And, you know, here's a new contract for us to sign. And I'll love you always and forever. And it was so sweet and so lovely. And then they danced. He showed up into the tent and then they danced together. Mm -hmm. And he played the song that she had sent him in New York. And he said, yeah, okay, this can be our song. This, I guess, will be our song. I guess we can do this one. Because they played it earlier in the movie, so. Right. She, the whole gang graduates, you know, you Mm -hmm. see them all together getting their diplomas and then they go bowling and have a good summer and everybody's hanging. And then, you know, Kitty's like, not Kitty, uh, LJ is doing kind of a voiceover as they're all getting through the summer and before everybody leaves. And she's like, you know, they're not like, they're not like other couples. They're Laura Jean and Peter. And you know, what's good about 3000 miles? You can write love letters to each other. <laughs> so sweet. And that's how the movie ends. I love being 300 or 3,000 miles away from my husband so I can miss him. Yeah. Sounds great. That sounds it's important to our relationship. We do it all really the time. Really great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do it four year increments. Yep. And we only visit each other on Christmas. Sounds like a modern relationship. It is. And it's really the dream. <laughs> Yeah, so they're not making any more sequels, so we'll never know if they made it to even Thanksgiving. Oh. What do you think? How long do you think they would have lasted? I mean, the romantic in me wants to believe that they make it all the way through. They make hmm. it, they stay together, they figure they figure out a way to make it work. I think they have some ups and some downs, and maybe they take a break, but they ultimately find their way back to each other. I think that is what happens being more realistic they probably break up during christmas break (laughs) i'm with you in that they get back together later but i think they do break up at like christmas break and then they get together like after college yeah like they she goes they are right for each other but because Mm -hmm. they're so far away and they're finding each other they're finding themselves and growing and maturing as you do in college and there's nothing wrong with it although realistically with the timeline i think they went to college they had to go home because of covid and then they started (laughs) dating again yeah and then they just started quarantining and then they're just stuck together forever and that's it and then she does wind up transferring to stanford (laughs) (laughs) then she does because why not because she can't even go around new york anyway Yep. Anyway, so that's it. That's to all the boys, always and forever. What is your rating of this movie, Nikki? I'm going to give it a four. Me too. That's what I wrote down. Four out of five. I Mm -hmm. liked it. 
I thought it was a very sweet end to a very lovely trilogy. Yes, it made me sad at the end, like to say goodbye to everybody. I just felt like, obviously, Peter Kavinsky is perfect. And it, it just made me sad because like he kept making so many concessions for her and it felt like she wasn't making any for him. And I think that ultimately would be why they break up, but we'll get back together, you know? Yeah. I also think it's funny how like Margot's ex-boyfriend from the first movie was Laura Jean's like best, best, best friend. And then mm-hmm. after all that stuff, like he just, he never he just shows up again. Right off. Yeah. <laughs> it was just <laughs> over for him. He's gone. Oh man. The Covey girls broke him. Yep. Well, it's okay. But you can't compete with uh, Peter Kavinsky anyway. No, you can't. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's got perfect hair and mm-hmm. a perfect smile and he's mm-hmm. tall and he's cute and he's emotionally intelligent. Oh, perfect man. Even without a father figure in his life, he's exactly. still figured out a way. Like made it. Yeah. He made it. Yeah. So is there any trivia for this movie, Nikki? Very little. Very Not little. Surprise. It just came out and, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those Netflix ones. Exactly. Um, they filmed this movie back to back with the second one, which okay. is how it got done before the pandemic happened. Good. But that's what I was wondering. They really went to Korea and New York, but they mostly filmed in Canada. Wow. Okay. Yes. Um, and the last is Laura Jean had mentioned the rom-com Serendipity because it took place in New York, in which John Corbett played Lars. That's true. Yes. Well, my favorite rom-com. <laughs> yes. Uh, serendipity. Lars and Lara. Lars and Laura. So I saw an interesting tweet the other day about this movie and more of like, I don't know how to correctly say it. It's more like the unfairness of the situation as a whole, as it pertains to like women getting roles because Noah Centennial, who plays Peter Kavinsky, has now been tapped to do quite a number of things, including like big studio films and TV shows and stuff like that. And Lana Condor, who plays Laura Jean, the star of the movie, hasn't really been getting too much attention. And I think that's sad because she's a great actress and like she should get just as many opportunities as Noah Centennio. I completely agree. I mean, Noah Centennio, we love him. We've we've made it clear. It's fine. Mm -hmm. We love Lana Condor, too, though. She's also great. I don't have any issues with her. I think she's a phenomenal actress. And I think she did a great job carrying this movie for this whole franchise for three movies. I completely agree. She's really great. Give her some more roles, people. What are we doing? She really, anyway. she, I mean, she she was a knockout leading role, like leading lady. She did great. For sure. Yeah. So I, I wanted to throw that see... in the little trivia section because like it seemed trivia-ish, but just sad. More sad It than is anything. sad. Um. Yeah. Do you want to know what this movie was rated? Yes, I do. Probably much lower than we think. How it stacks up to the previous to all the boys movies. How would you rank them? The movies? Probably in the order that there are. Like one, two, three. I would have gone one, three, three, two. two. Yeah. I like this one better than the second one. Fair enough. I still hate the I still hate the last line of the first movie. Which I'm going to repeat again, just because it's tradition. I always fantasized about falling in love in a field. I never thought it would be someone who plays lacrosse. Like, what? What? Sorry. Great movie till then. Go ahead. The stupid last line. So Mm -hmm. here are the rankings 
in order of in chronological order. So to all the boys I've loved before was 96% fresh from critics, 86 from the audience to all the boys. PS. I still love you. The second movie, 75% fresh. So still very good. Only 40% fresh from audiences, which was not a great look. The third movie to all the boys always and forever, 80% fresh. So number two, with the critics and 62% fresh with audiences. So number wow. two with audiences as well. So stacks up. Yes, it um, does. All right. So some reviews, lots of good ones here. Lara Jean, Lara Jean and Peter grow up convincingly in a well-handed conclusion to Netflix's hit trilogy with a heart as generous as its charming central heroine. True. Yes. I like that um, one. Despite some flat patches and the predictable arcs, we stay invested in LJ and Peter because there is real sweetness to them. Agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the affectionate energy between stars Condor and Centennial keeps the sparks flying. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. College relationships, sex, swearing in the rom-com three equal. That's what? That's those are just words. <laughs> <It's> words. <Okay. laughs> um this person says it's high school musical without the music not really but okay. it's not not even a little bit <laughs> he, says, <laughs> oh. he says it's well acted and a fitting close to this trilogy of movies okay i didn't get Great. any high school musical vibes but sure no not even at all it doesn't look like there's any reviews from the audience yet that's shocking oh well, we'll have to add some yeah how crazy there's more critics' reviews. Let's see if we can find a rotten one. Yeah. Here's one. The conflicts come across as thin and hollow, and not even the still considerable charm and presence of Condor can quite overcome the fact that the story is a bore and beneath the character that we have come to know and love. It's That's harsh. harsh. I think it's super harsh, especially like, I think those are pretty big problems. I think so too. Like not choosing your your guy who has like issues about that. Like right, like deep seated like trust and abandonment issues. Yeah, kind of a mature subject. I would think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This person says it's kind of an eye roller for anyone over twenty five. However, it's very well made, and Lana Condor is so adorable and so unbelievably charismatic. Are there any reviews about John Corbett's hair? I haven't seen one yet. Unfortunately, To All the Boys, Always and Forever is painfully mediocre. No, you're painfully mediocre. While the movie contains some genuine heartfelt moments, the thread connecting them all is flimsy and the core conflict is overdone. Okay. Still (laughs) likable, still cute, but utterly out of ideas. I mean, what? What did you want? My God. They went to Korea. (laughs) Uh, after the sour diversion of P.S. I Love You, Always and Forever returns to the brio of the first film. Wow. The brio. Let's see. Uh, this person from Slate, her name is Karen. She gave it a bad review. Not so Of course she did. It's a fitting end to the series, not just as a closing chapter to its proprietor to its protagonists' high school lives as they move on to college, but also as an admission that the franchise has run out of things to say. <laughs> From the San Francisco- They followed a book. They, like, what are you talking about? Like, 
from the san francisco chronicle who also did not mention the human feces that is riddling (laughs) the city this film is heavier than its predecessors falling in love is more fun to watch than trying to stay in love and growing up can be tough Mm. yeah true let's see anything else worthy it's about as satisfying as any teen-centric romance could ever hope to be fair enough it's certainly more satisfying than the Kissing Booth series. Oh, yeah, that was not great. There was a, I looked up after we watched the second one if they were making a third one. Please And no. there was, um, well, there was this article that sounded like they were. So I like, clicked on it and it was all, the whole article was just speculation of just like, if they made another movie, I'm sure they'd bring back the same girl to play that same role. And they'd probably bring back that guy to play that same role. And also, and I was like, well, yeah. Is it the person would. who did the review that's like, wow, they brought back all the characters? <laughs> Is it the same person writing this It movie? must have been. That was one. That's right. It must have been that same person who wrote this article just speculating <laughs> about like who's going to play who. And I'm like, oh, um, probably the same people. Wouldn't that if be they if they do it, but I was like, it doesn't seem like there's any real answers in this article. Oh god! Which well, you know, now I'm just still hurting for them. Okay, well, that's it. That's to all the boys I've loved before, all three of them. We've done them all. All three. Mm-hmm. Gotta catch them all, and we did. <laughs> we caught them, and we hope to see more of Lana Candor. Yes, please. So what? Else? What else? What's next? Two weeks what from today. Next? What do we got? What did we have in our list? We had we a little said, list. Uh, we were going to do, let's see, what did we say? Um, About Time was on our list. There was another Hugh Grant on our list. Can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Um, which All one right, About let's Time? Let's look those up and then we'll put it on Instagram what we're going to end up doing. Of course. That's what we always do. Know. So, we'll ju- so we'll just let you know. We'll <laughs> let you know as always. And you can watch along with us or you can just listen in. Yes, do it. Um, anything else, Nikki? Before we before we say our goodbyes. Um, if you or someone you love is in Texas, if there's anything that you can do, do it. If there's anything we can do, let us know. Yes. <laughs> Until then, thoughts and prayers, and I'm stay. I warm, hope everybody please. stays warm. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. It um, is. Yeah, I have some friends in in Texas, and they're dealing with a lot right now. So. Aww. And and all the southern states, really, Oklahoma yeah. is getting hit hard, Louisiana, um, so Alabama, everybody down there. I know y'all aren't used to the snow. We have a lot of snow up here. We know how to deal with it. It sucks, and I'm sorry, but yeah, we're safe we're and sorry. stay warm, please. Um, but yeah, and if you need something to laugh at, laugh at us. We have many, oh, yeah. many episodes that you can go <laughs> check out. <laughs> we do. Um, and if you or someone you know has been to a wedding that was interrupted, also yes. let us know. Let us know. <laughs> and by us, we mean Nikki off. Me <laughs> at Read the Rom Com on Instagram. Let me know. And just leave me alone, please. <laughs> I'll tell her. Don't worry. <laughs> As always, stay safe and stay healthy, and don't forget to stretch. Don't forget to stretch. Bye. See you.